Hi, I'm Doug Seaton, president of the Upper Midwest Law Center, the nonprofit public interest law firm which fights for liberty and the rule of law, located right here in Golden Valley, Minnesota. Welcome back to Minnesota Law Weekly, where James Dickey and I update you on important legal developments in Minnesota. Today we will talk about Upper Midwest Law Center's refiled lawsuit against the Lakeville School District for its promotion of the Black Lives Matter organization and its slogan, BLM, on posters in its schools, its refusal to permit the posting of All Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter posters, and the underlying critical race theory or woke ideology behind this improper favoritism. We refile the case Cajun versus Lakeville on September 1st, 2022. In this case, UMLC is representing Bob and Cynthia Cajun, Kaylin K. Aker, and several other parents, students, and taxpayers in the Lakeville schools. Native Americans and whites both who object to this district's endorsement of the discredited BLM organization and its divisive, racist, and anti-American ideology, and its suppression of the alternative All Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter messages. In the original case, one of the plaintiff students had left the school district, so the district claimed the case could not proceed. In the newly refiled case, all the plaintiffs are now in the district, so we will get a decision on what we lawyers call the merits of the case. Can the school district officially favor BLM only over other alternative political organizations and slogans, or is this prohibited by the U.S. Constitution? We believe that the federal courts should and ultimately will conclude that they cannot do this. Several questions come up in any discussion of BLM, critical race theory, the 1619 Project, or diversity, equity, and inclusion, or DEI ideology, woke ideology for short. First, aren't these doctrines just the fashionable new anti-racist curriculum buzzwords? Our answer to that is that they may be fashionable or a fad for now, but they certainly aren't anti-racist. I say this as someone who taught black and other minority history with a multiracial team to high school teachers in Minnesota and Wisconsin, was clubbed by police protesting segregated housing, and sat in against investments in apartheid South Africa. But BLM, CRT, and their offshoots, new named or coined almost monthly for these same doctrines, are as racist as Bull Connor. They're not anti-racist at all. They simply switch the races, making whites and Asian Americans automatically evil oppressors and blacks and sometimes Hispanic Native Americans, women, and sexual minorities automatically the innocent oppressed, no matter what people do or say. This is racist and discriminatory, and it assigns collective guilt and innocence by race, ethnicity, gender, and sexual orientation, which is antithetical to our American legal, political, and religious traditions, and just plain wrong. The next question we hear at Upper Midwest Law Center is, shouldn't these doctrines be taught in the schools as one side in a debate or conversation? The school district's picking of one side, BLM and CRT, to approve is a constitutional problem, as I said earlier. But we don't agree at Upper Midwest Law Center that hearing both sides is the real solution. We don't teach both sides about anti-Semitism, fascism, or the Ku Klux Klan. And we shouldn't do so for BLM, CRT, and their woke spinoffs either. But that is a political and policy battle we'll have to leave to our listeners, to you. 
The one thing we can recommend in light of our experience is that parents and taxpayers shouldn't let those who only want to promote BLM and CRT dominate your school boards and schools. Because if that happens, your students will only hear a Soviet-style cartoon version of American history inspired by BLM and CRT, and they will hear no alternatives at all. Now, why is this case important, you might ask? Uh, there are several reasons in our view. The first is simply the vile, racist, and divisive content of BLM and its affiliated ideologies. UMLC has received complaints from hundreds of Minnesotans all over the state about BLM and CRT and their synonyms, such as the 1619 Project, DEI, etc. These, these ideologies are imposed in classrooms throughout the state. In some cases, this propaganda is reinforced by left-wing vigilantes who retaliate against parental and student critics who object to the demonizing of white children and the soft racism of low expectations for black children promoted by this woke ideology. For a more detailed analysis of CRT, check out our Upper Midwest Law Center website for the Parental Toolkit and you will learn more. But the gist of CRT is that it seeks to divide all Americans by race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, etc., and attribute oppressor or oppressed status to everyone accordingly, denying agency and free will to all of us. Uh, and, and this is in defiance of our religious, legal, and political traditions and principles, and we oppose it for that, among other reasons. The second reason for the importance of the Kajun case is that to the extent that this critical race theory ideology is imposed or required to be accepted by teachers or students or creates a hostile educational environment by race for some, this is a violation of the U.S. Constitution and our civil rights laws. Whatever people may think of BLM, no reasonable observer can deny that BLM, a self-described Marxist organization hostile to free enterprise, Western civilization, and the nuclear family, is a political organization and slogan. This is especially true when the adoption or endorsement of BLM goes hand in hand with disavowing and suppressing all lives matter or blue lives matter messages, as in our case. But almost all school districts have standing policies in Minnesota, as they should, against politics or political bias in the classroom. These policies are systematically ignored in many, if not most, Minnesota school districts these days. Our case seeks to enforce these lawful policies by suing under the U.S. Constitution. Thirdly, the Kajun case is particularly significant in that the BLM organization has now been thoroughly discredited in Minnesota and nationally by defectors and through lawsuits brought by its own former members as a scam designed to enrich its supposedly Marxist officers, which has failed to distribute any significant funds to actual charitable activities in black communities, while some officers receive as much as $10 million personally from the funds collected by BLM. BLM, like the Black Panther Party of the 1960s, has revealed its true colors as a self-serving racket which does nothing to help African Americans. Fighting back against this fake cause, which seeks to, uh, to use the sympathy people have for African Americans, plight and use it to create money for themselves. That's simply a, simply a scam and it's uh, exposing it as another purpose of this lawsuit. Thanks 
That's it for this week's Minnesota Law Weekly. You can learn more about all of our cases by setting your search engine on Upper Midwest Law Center and viewing our website. You can also donate on the website or by sending a check to Upper Midwest Law Center at 8421 YZ Boulevard, Suite 300, Golden Valley, Minnesota, 55426. We charge no fees to our clients and rely on confidential tax-deductible donations from donors like you. Please help us pursue these cases by donating whatever you can. One other way you can help is by letting us know uh, confidentially of anyone you know who is a teacher, uh, a student, or a taxpayer even in Minneapolis School District's zone. If that's the case, we would like your help. Uh, we would like to sue the district and its teachers union for the terrible agreement they've reached to prioritize the layoff of white teachers if they come to a point of laying off teachers, even if they're more senior or better qualified than minority teachers. We think this is wrong, it's discriminatory, and it's not allowed under our laws, and we intend to fight it if we can. So if you have anyone in your circle of friends who may want to talk to us about this, we think we can keep them anonymous if they're, if they're interested in, in being anonymous in pursuing the case. But we would like to pursue the case, and we can't do it without help from people like you. So thanks for helping us in any way you can. See you next week.